We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to give a quick shout out to our partner, Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, and I started to give them a try because I realized that in order to be the real champion of my life, I have to take care of my body. It's an absolute non-negotiable. So I was looking for a comprehensive supplement that I could take daily as a way to increase my overall health and good habits. Because I've realized that one small thing every day is the quickest way that I can create lasting change in my life. And I think about it like this. My choices and my actions matter. So I think of taking AG1 as a choice that is a vote for the person that I want to become. Someone who's balanced, vibrant, healthy, and full of energy. And that's why I love AG1. It tastes so great and it gives me everything that I need to feel my best. So if all-in-one comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go over to athleticgreens.com coachable. That's athleticgreens.com coachable today. What's up, Coachable family? Welcome back to the Coachable Podcast. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, and we are in a new location today. Isn't this awesome? I've got my best friend also joining me, Nikki Grace. She is my right hand. She's this makes this whole podcast happen behind the scenes. And you guys made it so clear how much you loved our first conversation around holding space and friendship. So I had to ask her back. Because that was such a fun episode for me, and anytime um, we have the opportunity to actually press record and actually like have a conversation that we typically do in our normal lives yeah. all the time, but give you a sneak peek into it, it's always so valuable. And so I don't know where this conversation is going to go, to be honest. There's been so many things that have been happening in both of our lives that... Um, we're excited to share more about since she was on, when was that, like two months ago? Yeah. It's been yeah. only a couple of months, but so much has happened. <laughs> so without further ado, we're just going to have a really dope, raw, honest conversation, which is always what you can expect from us. We're going to keep it real and let's do it. So welcome That's to the show good. again. Thank you. Yeah. It's How are you fun. feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's exciting to know that the that, you know, our audience got a lot out of the conversation that we had. Because I think going into it, we were like, oh, yeah, just let's do this. It yeah. makes sense. And it was really cool to hear the feedback and that people loved hearing kind of the behind the scenes of your relationships and your friendships. And I think especially friendships, you don't really, I feel like you don't really hear people talk about them. Mm -hmm. and, how they work, what goes on, how to actually have good friendships. So yeah. it was awesome that people really enjoyed that. Yeah, we got more feedback about that episode than almost any other episode we've put out this yeah. year. You guys really loved it. And I, I think it comes down to obviously the a couple things, the comfortability and the safety that you and I have together mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and the depths in which we can go together um, and that we're willing to kind of go to, but also – just the transparency, like you said, mm. it's not everyday common like culture where people talk about 
the reality of life. They, you know, in social media, it's so common that we just put our highlight reel out there and our best, you know, end result in product, but you don't see the fumbling through the day-to-day life of how did you get to there? And yeah. especially when it comes to building the relationships that mean the most to you in your lives, whether they're romantic or friendships or family or otherwise, you don't have quality, high quality, good relationships without putting in work to get there and without at times figuring out what doesn't work first. And I know you and I both have had a lot of friendships in our past that we'd had, we've had to grow through and go through in order to get to where we are today. And, and frankly, this is new. Yeah. New territory for you and for me in some ways. And so I think I'd just like to open up the floor to talk about kind of what what has friendship looked like for you personally in your life in the past mm. and what how is that shifting for you now mm. around specifically around the sister wound and around relationships with women but also just feeling like and how does belonging play into that Yeah, we've talked a lot about this. This is one of the like behind the scenes conversations we've had having a lot a lot lately. Um, And, you know, I think a lot of us have experienced some sense of like, question about belonging, whether it was during our childhood, whether it's through adulthood, Uh, I think a lot of us can relate to that inner conflict of like, do, where do I belong? Do I belong here? Like, am I welcome here? And for me that came in, in childhood. Uh, I was, you know, the only child and born to very young parents that I was very unexpected pregnancy. So I kind of grew up with this feeling of like, do I even belong here? Do people even want me here? Do I matter? Um, which, continued to manifest in relationships that I would have and in you know those small moments as you're growing up this is another conversation that we've had recently around shame Mm -hmm. um those micro moments when you're a kid you get really excited about something in front of like your friends on the playground or something like that somebody is quick to be like that's so weird Mm -hmm. like why why you have to say that in a gear why do why do you have to be so weird or something like that that just kind of like kills your aliveness and creates this story of like, oh, okay, if I like show my excitement, if I show who I really am, it's met with like shame. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to do that. Okay, got it. Let me pretend to be this way or cover this up, wear this mask, Um, which then created stories in friendships of, like I am only welcome because of like this fake persona that I'm putting on or, mm-hmm. and then that continues into, like you said, sister wounds, it continues into middle school, high school, college, adulthood, where, you know, there's been drama along the way or you've felt hurt or there hasn't been, like we talked about in the last episode, space space is a big one for me for people to be present with me and if you don't you know hold that space there there's like a little bit of a wound left there Mm -hmm. so more recently what we've been talking about is that I've even discovered that all of this (laughs) has been happening in in kind of the background and you know more recently I've you know, found community that I feel like I do matter in, and I feel like I am wanted there. And I think the duality of feeling like I matter, feeling like I belong, feeling like I've found this sense of community has shown me all of the times that I didn't feel those things. Mm-hmm. All of the times that I was taking table scraps of people's attention and people's, uh, you know, just care and Mm -hmm. and friendship. It's a two-way street, and I think a lot of – I've manifested throughout childhood and adulthood. I've manifested a lot of one-way street 
relationships and friendships where it felt like I was just there. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And how much we put so much effort, so many of us put so much effort into trying to fit in so that we do Mm -hmm. feel like we have that sense of belonging when we, you know, haven't felt it before and how we'll contort ourselves and wear these masks. And and it's like, we look out into the world and tell, you're like, tell me who I need to be. Yes. To be loved. So I can be loved. So I can be accepted instead of showing the world, this is who I am. And because we're so afraid of that rejection, that rejection Mm -hmm. wounds us so deeply when we're young that we know that it's not safe anymore. Yeah. And we'll do anything in our power to avoid that from happening again, even if it means we fake it. Mm-hmm. And we're pretending, oh, we're so happy and you're my best friend and knowing like, you don't even really know who I am. You and, know the real me. Or, because or, there was such a long part of my 20s where I was living that way. and And I could feel... It felt fake, you yeah. know, and I couldn't even look in my in the mirror at times. We talked about yeah. <laughs> recently your relationship with the mirror too. Yeah. And when you are in denial or you're lying to yourself, it can be really hard to confront the mirror. Yeah. Because you're you're you can feel the disconnection from self. You can literally feel your soul being like, Don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Don't wear these masks. Like Stop you don't hiding. need to yeah, you yeah. don't need to hide. You don't need to pretend and I do want to say that we were talking about this on the huddle call last week, that this sense of, of like belonging for me didn't happen until I actually started to feel like I belonged to myself first. What does that mean to you? I think to me, it means taking off the masks and looking in the mirror and figuring out what is, who is the Nikki that's beneath all these masks? Because I'm finding the power in the fact that I don't have to wear them. It's a choice and I've chosen to wear them. And there's been enough discomfort in my life that has brought me to my knees in a refusal to continue wearing the masks. Mm. And honoring the desires on my heart, honoring the kind of person I want to be, honoring the kind of relationships I want to have, the people I want to have conversations with, the kind of conversations that I want to have. These are all things that in micro moments throughout my life I felt shame for in one way or another. Someone's judged me. Oh, that's so woo-woo. Oh, that's like, get your head out of the clouds. Like, oh, people, or judging I would say something about music festivals or something. People would judge people who go to music festivals. Like, oh, well, then if I go to music festivals, they'll think that about me. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can't want to do that. Mm -hmm. Until one day you just throw up your hands and you're like. Why am I living my life for everybody else? Why? (laughs) Like, I'm literally living my life so that you like me. And I don't even like who I've become in that process. Yeah. And you realize you start living someone else's version of success or living out their dream or what they think is acceptable, what they think is is right or good. And we've talked a lot about the kind of the good girl syndrome around wanting to please people and wanting to be accepted in those ways that we betray ourselves in that process. And so that like, coming home to belonging to self is the first step yep. before you can ever find people who will see you yep. and love you for who you are. And I love Brana Weist, Weist, I don't know if, how you mm-hmm. say her name. She's a, an amazing author and you and I both really love her work. And um, in one of her books called The Mountain Is You, she talks about your new life mm-hmm. is going to cost you your old one. There's that choice point when you're like looking at yourself in the mirror, you're having a moment of self-reflection. You're like, even if you're surrounded by a hundred people and you feel like you're alone in that room, like that's the moment when you're like, I want something else. There's that longing within your soul and in your heart and in your body that's saying like, how this isn't for me, but I don't, I don't know how to find what is yet, mm-hmm. but Part of that is recognizing, like, it's going to cost you giving up 
this so that you can have something new. And it's so scary for people because they're like, I, part of it requires the willingness to step into the unknown and the uncertainty of like, maybe I'm going to walk alone for a little Mm, bit. Yes. Maybe I've got to walk away from what's not aligned so that I can find what is. And there's a lot of conflict that can come up from walking away. You know, the more that you evolve and you grow like that, people can really feel some type of way. Yeah. They can really feel some type of way about (laughs) your own growth in evolution and either be hurt by that or judge you for that. Triggered triggered. because it's forcing them to look at all the ways Mm -hmm. they're not growing. Yeah. And it takes an an insane amount of courage and, and bravery to actually step away from relationships that no longer serve you. And, and when I say that, I don't mean like, oh, you're looking for these people to give you something in some way, but we all know what it feels like to be around people that we just don't mm-hmm. feel like our true selves mm-hmm. around. And yeah, those, that feeling, I feel like everybody can relate to this, that feeling of like, if not them, then who? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who could possibly want to be friends with me Mm -hmm. who could want to love me Mm -hmm. who could want to like care that sounds harsh maybe because we did our entire history we have evidence for that no one has yes so we've just decided or we've told that story and that's why we take table scraps that's why we take the breadcrumbs Mm -hmm. and we feed on that attention because we think that that's all we're ever going to be fed yep if that's all you've gotten Mm -hmm. then you'll take it yeah and you'll be happy to have it yep. because it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. And what you don't realize is how you can have a feast, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you will always get what you tolerate. Mm-hmm. If you continue to tolerate that and you continue to allow that and, and, and settle for that, you'll continue to get that. And if you want to have something you've never had before, you've got to do something you've never done before. And that's where the fear comes in. Yep. And that's where you're like, oh, but I'll just accept what I have instead. I'll just be grateful that I even have people in my life, right? Yeah. And then you start to negotiate with yourself about stepping out into the new because that's so scary. But what I love about Brianna, what we quote is she goes on to say, yes, your new life is going to cost you your old one, but the people who are meant for you will meet you on the other side yeah. and you will have to sacrifice being liked in order to be loved and you'll have to be sacrificed being understood Mm -hmm. so that you can be seen. Mm -hmm. So the person that's listening right now that is like, wow, I didn't even realize this is how I feel. I'm currently sitting in this discomfort, this uncomfortable feeling of like, I can see what it is that I desire, Mm -hmm. but I'm not currently seeing that in my manifested in my life. Like, where do you start? Where does that person start? Well, I think, like you said, it starts with honesty with themselves. And then it it's it's like this process I, I do with my clients. It's like, where are you now? What are the facts of your life? Especially when it comes to friendships, you know? And then where do you want to be? What do you want that to look like? You need to have a vision. You need to be able to tap into, like, how do, even if you've never had it before, like, what do you want to feel? Like, what maybe you can see it in... It, it may be your greatest example of it is a conversation like this. And you're like, oh, for the first time, I have a reference point that there are women. Like, I can have a real friendship with women where it's not competition or it's not about who's better than or what I can get from this. But it's really co-collaborative, co-nourishing, beautiful, like, friendship. And it's so find a reference point if you can. And... And then take responsibility for that and say, like, the gap is between where you are and where you want to be. What's in the way? That's what I help people address, right? It's like, what's in the way of you doing that? And a lot lot of times it might be belief systems that you have. It might just be a lack of action. I was actually having a conversation with a client this week who who is that person that you were just describing. And she and her husband, she she went on a, a recent trip, girls trip. She's got a couple young kids. She's like, it's like, you know, this is what I need to do for me is that's what all the girls are doing. They take girls trips, you know, and I feel excited because I invited on these girls trips. 
And she went on this trip and she came back more depleted than before she went. And there was a lot of complaining and there was like, oh, let's just shit talk our husbands. And like their, their bond, they were being bonded together through their drama and through, Mm -hmm. you know, complaining and this, that, and the other versus being bonded through connection. And she said she was coming home. She felt more disconnected to people in her life. And to me, that's a, that's a reflection of, of misalignment in your relationships, right? And I think it's important to, to consider, like, are, you, are the people in your life, are you connected to them because you're connected through drama, you're connected through gossip, you're connected through complaining about your problems, and that's what brings you guys, that's what you have in common, mm-hmm. and that's what tends to happen when you get together. Um, and part of it, so I invited her, I was like, well, let's just acknowledge that that's how you feel and that's and there's part of you that wants to keep everybody happy and wants everybody have a good time but then you're coming home and this is how you're feeling what what that says to me is you really really desire connection true connection and so how do we find that right and my invitation to her was make an invitation Right. Mm, If you meet some, she was like, yeah, I don't know where to meet people. She was like, I was hoping I could meet people at, at, you know, the gym or in a class I'm taking or whatever. And she was like, I actually met a nice girl recently. I was like, invite her for coffee. Take the step, be the leader, do go first, Mm -hmm. because I promise you, you're not the only one who's longing for that. Yeah. And I know you have a story of this. Yeah. uh, With some of your recent really mm-hmm. close friends who've become dear friends of yours who you met randomly a at a coffee shop. Yeah. So it's proof that that can happen. I'd love for you to tell that story. Yeah, I was sitting at a coffee shop and uh, I noticed a, a girl and her boyfriend at the table like next to me. She was trying to figure out where to plug in her laptop. <laughs> if you've ever been at We've a coffee shop, there. you know that they're, yeah. they're kind of few and far between. And I have a obnoxiously long computer charger and I noticed that we had the same computer. And so I just saw her struggling and was like, Hey, like let's switch chargers. And she looked at me almost like, why is this stranger like handing me her charge? You know, there's that moment of like, Oh, we're strangers and disconnected and like, don't come near me. And yeah. There's that little <laughs> yeah. bit of fear that we all yeah. feel at first. And, uh, you know, we switched chargers. We were all there for a couple hours, whatever. And I went to leave and switched the charger back. And, you know, we've talked about this afterwards, but during the process, we were both kind of like, you know, like looking up a little bit. Because you can energetically feel when you feel connected to somebody. Like, even if you meet a stranger, like, oh, yeah, I met this cool girl. Like, energetically, you felt mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. there. And we got to talking a little bit. I was literally in the back of my mind about when we were talking, I was like, Nikki, if you don't ask for this girl's Instagram or her phone number or mm-hmm. something, like I'm literally gonna be so upset with you. Mm-hmm. This is, you're an adult now. It's uncomfortable <laughs> to make new friends. It's like scary to meet new people sometimes, but like, I promise you just do it. And so the whole time, like, I don't really even know if I remembered what she was saying because mm-hmm. in the back of my mind, I'm like, just do it. Just do it. Just freaking do it. And I did. And and we have probably seen each other once or twice a week ever since that day. And we talked for hours the one day because it, it was exactly that. It was like a text afterwards. Hey, it was so great to meet you. I'd love to, you know, meet up for coffee sometime. And later that week, we met up for coffee and we were there for like four and a half hours. Yeah. And we talked about, I'm so glad you said something. I'm so glad you came up to us. I'm so glad you asked for my number because it's like scary. You just never know like what people are going to say. We're all so afraid of rejection, but Mm -hmm. just like you said, you're not the only one that is longing for people are longing for that. We're not, even though we live in a world that's so connected, we're more disconnected than ever. And everyone is feeling that same hesitancy or fear. And what you don't understand is that invitation that just, Hey, let me get your Instagram. Hey, let's do this. And then following up is it's the beginning. Yeah. It's a new beginning of something and you don't know what's going to come, but it's, that's the spark that then turns into a little tiny flame that then turns into something else. Now it's this beautiful thing that 
would never have existed Mm -hmm. if you didn't have the courage and courage we were talking about this on the huddle call this week too and if you guys don't know i and nikki helps me run a weekly uh community call on mondays where we talk about these things with our community what's alive in us what's alive what's going on in our lives and support each other and it's really beautiful and we were talking about this and i pointed out that word courage and the 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 root of that word cur means heart Mm. so it requires you to lead and live from your heart not just from your head Mm -hmm. and your head is the one where all of your fear lives where it's telling you oh she might think this of you or you're gonna look stupid that's your head your heart is is I'm longing for connection and I want to express this and I want to like offer that invitation and and so much I believe and I continue to get more and more and more evidence for this is like when I live from a heart-centered place and why I take action from a heart-centered place it's it's an invitation for other people to meet me with their heart. Yeah. And so we're not meeting mask to mask. We're meeting face to face. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Are your thoughts keeping you up at night? It's time to take care of your mental well-being with BetterHelp, the leading online therapy platform. We all face moments when our minds refuse to rest, whether it's stress, anxiety, or those restless thoughts that won't go away. Talk therapy gives you a place to talk it out so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. With BetterHelp, you'll have access to licensed therapists who understand what you're going through. They're available to you whenever and wherever you need them, making therapy more accessible than ever. If you're thinking of starting therapy, then definitely give BetterHelp a try because talk therapy is a great opportunity to explore your thoughts, feelings, and experiences in a safe and supportive environment. It provides you with a chance to gain valuable insights into your life, develop positive coping strategies, and work through your challenges. It's not just for people who've experienced significant trauma. Truly, everyone can benefit from therapy. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com coachable today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash coachable. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink AG1 literally every day and I started to give them a try because I realized that in order to be the real champion of my life, I've got to take care of my body. It's truly an absolute non-negotiable. I drink AG1 in the morning before I start my day and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body as a positive first action and habit of my day. Because I've realized that one small thing that I do is the quickest way that I can create lasting change in my life. I think about it like this, my choices, my actions, they matter. So I think of drinking AG1 as a choice. It's like a vote for the person that I want to become. Someone who's balanced, vibrant, healthy, full of energy. And that's why I love AG1. It tastes so great and gives me everything that I need to feel my best. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash coachable. That's drinkag1.com slash coachable. Check them out today. I want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor of this week's episode, Camuso Design. Camuso is one of my all-time favorite favorite brands because they are not just a jewelry brand. They are truly my hack for relieving anxiety and stress in my day-to-day life. And I'm about to tell you why. I wear their shift necklace. It is an absolutely beautiful stainless steel necklace. It is designed in such a way to help you relieve stress and be more calm. And genuinely, that's exactly what it does. I wear this all the time because all I have to do is breathe. I, as you guys know, I'm a breathwork facilitator. I absolutely love the power of breath. And with the Camuso Design Shift Necklace, it is a simple, beautiful reminder that hangs around my neck to remind me to stop, slow down, breathe deeply, and allow my body to do the rest, because we truly are our own medicine if we allow ourselves to be. So with this necklace, all I have to do is take a deep inhale through my nose, and breathe out through this beautifully crafted necklace. 
I breathe into the necklace itself. And what it does is it naturally elongates my exhale, helping me to downregulate into my parasympathetic nervous system, feel calmer and clearer in just a few seconds. This is the best thing you can do for yourself is gift yourself the gift of calm with Camusa Design or a friend. I gave these away when I was at Burning Man on the playa and every single person that I gifted one to was so grateful and amazed. They have beautiful stains for women, men, and children. So this is one of the absolute like favorite things I have in staples in my closet, but also one of my very favorite wellness secrets that I'm no longer keeping secret. So make sure you guys go over to camusodesign.com slash coachable to get 15% off your order today. That is camusodesign.com, K-O-M-U-S-O design.com slash coachable and receive 15% off your order. Now back to our episode. Exactly. And something I want to say about this is for those of you that are listening to this and they're like, yeah, but like, I don't even know where I would meet people. I don't go to the coffee shop. I don't go to the gym, like whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. First of all, you're coming up with excuses immediately because Mm -hmm. it's something scary. And so your brain is going to feed you all the reasons why you can't. And second of all, leading with your heart is also acknowledging what's on your heart so acknowledge Mm -hmm. when you acknowledge what's on your heart so example I enjoy working sometimes from a coffee shop do I need to no I can work from home whatever but I acknowledge that that is somewhere that brings me joy and I enjoy going Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna make time for it I enjoy live music I enjoy going to music festivals the moment I made that a priority the people that came into my life was insane because I led with my heart in terms of I acknowledged that that was something really important to me. That was a desire on my heart and I was going to honor it. Mm -hmm. The moment I did, I found people that were also honoring what was on their heart by being there. And you had something in common. And we had something And you have something to connect on. <laughs> yes. So it's like, I, I, for those of you that are, that are coming up with all the excuses of why you can't meet friends or yeah. why you have nowhere specific, maybe you live in a small town, like I challenge you that as soon as you honor within yourself the community that it is you're looking for, like you said earlier, visualize those kind of connections and you honor the kinds of things you want to be doing. Like maybe you're saying, oh, I, I don't go to coffee shops. I don't go to music festivals. I don't go. To... Okay, cool. That's not what you like doing. But as soon as you acknowledge the things that you do like doing, like you literally never know. Is it a possibility that you could literally meet someone in the grocery store and they become your new best friend? Absolutely. Maybe it's because you honored going to the natural grocery store that is twice as expensive. Yeah. Like whatever it may be. Yeah. You, you can never know the randomness mm-hmm. of where or when you're going to meet somebody. But I promise you energetically, when you start honoring, like you said, leading with your heart, honoring what's on your heart, those things just naturally start to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And stop putting yourself in environments that aren't meant for you. Yes. Right? Yes. That's the other piece. Because then you're going to manifest relationships that yeah. you don't want. Exactly. Exactly. And it's... It's simple. It's not always easy, some of these things, but it is simple, Mm -hmm. right? And part of that is a couple years, it's several years now when I was in my 20s and I I got out of a relationship and I realized all my friends were their Mm, friends. I know a lot of people go through that. This is such a common thing where they, they go through a breakup and they're like, well, now what do I do? Like all my friends I had through this person and I don't even know what I like because everything I did everything we liked or they he liked or she liked. And now I need to find myself. I need to find what I like and what I enjoy. And honoring that is a process. I remember at that time, I was kind of lost of like, I just realized I'd been doing what everybody else wanted me to do. Yeah. And so I would like, I signed up for a salsa lesson and went to a salsa class by myself. Like I was going to to. Yo, I started taking yoga classes. I started trying things yep. and seeing and testing the waters. And that's another way yeah. you can and do that. And now we have, you know, we're really developing a beautiful community here. And, and I want to talk about, which I didn't, I didn't know we were going to talk about this. And, I don't, and you're welcome to say if you don't want to share. Um, but recently you went through a medicine ceremony. Mm-hmm. 
And you got some really uh, interesting downloads around, uh, I'll let you share, around play. Mm, um, yeah. Yeah. So I facilitated a, a medicine ceremony for Nikki uh, pretty recently. And I think that what you learned through that also has something to do with now your ability to step further into friendship and allow mm-hmm. yourself to enjoy yeah. your life in a different way. Um if you're open yeah. to that, I'd love to hear. If yeah, I mean, my intention, my intention going into that ceremony was, what thorn do I need to remove to uh, allow myself to live in my purpose? And which to me meant, what's in the way? What am I blocking myself with? And that was my only intention. And I very unexpected. I got an answer I was not expecting. Um, I purged a lot during this ceremony mm-hmm. through tears mm-hmm. and unexpectedly through laughter. I laughed for a significant amount of time. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> laughter is medicine. Deeply. It, like a, like a, the, guttural, a laugh. Gutter, yeah, <laughs> guttural laugh. Yeah, guttural laugh. And uh, at first I, I remember physically, like with my hands covering my mouth in with this sensation of like, this is not allowed. Yeah. Like, oh my God, like I can't be so I can't loud. be so loud. I can't be so silly. I can't share my laughter. I can't share my joy. Like I have to like contain myself. And I literally could not contain it. I couldn't contain it. And yeah. I remember hearing your laugh. And it in my head, it was this visual picture of like two little girls laughing on the playground, just being kids. And and that healed a huge sister wound for me, which led to I created a story that I, like, wasn't able to play, that my play was, like, not wanted, that my laughter, my joy was unnecessary or not welcome or needed to be quieted. And this manifested through years of friendship of feeling like I was watching everybody else play, feeling like I was watching everybody else have fun and always kind of feeling on the outside because of that. And I realized that my joy and playing was, is actually a doorway through how I will continue to create all that I want to create in the world. And it literally allowed me to like take my power back Mm -hmm. in that way and remind myself that, because to me, when you're in a state of play, you're in a state of being more so than you are doing. You're present. Yeah, because you're so present in the moment and you're so just like as you are Mm -hmm. in the moment playing with whoever's around you with whatever you're doing. And it's the moments where you feel the most connected to your inner child. It reminds me of uh, our past weekend where we were a bunch of our, our community went out Mm -hmm. to something called rise festival, which is a really beautiful lantern festival Mm -hmm. in the desert. And we had the best time. And one of our dear friends said, you know what? I, I just realized I haven't had one outside thought all night we'd been there for hours we'd been there for hours and she said i haven't had one outside thought Mm -hmm. about life at home about stress what i've been going through about work about i've been so present Mm -hmm. and therefore i've been in such a state of play yep uh and that is such like that is healing for the world because we're so consumed Mm -hmm. with stress and what we need to do Play is not about doing it all. Mm-hmm. It's about being in the moment, fully consumed yeah. and immersed in whatever you're doing. Yes. Yeah. And something I want to segue to from this play was I feel like we often don't know really where to play or how to play as adults. Or we look at things and we're like, oh, if we just like had a group of friends that we could go to this with or we could go experience or we could have a game night or we could 
whatever. And it's something I want to ask you about or have you expand on is we'd been talking about this for a while. Mm -hmm. And then you went to Burning Man, had yeah. some incredible realizations while, while you were there yeah. in moments of play and came back and decided to actually take that action and actually create an invitation, mm -hmm. except it wasn't for one person going to a coffee date. It was for about 68 of us. Everyone I know. <laughs> 60 some of us. And yeah. uh, it was a broad, broad invitation that has amassed a lot of play in the past couple of months. So can you kind of walk us through what led you to actually doing that? What your kind of like idea was around it? Or I don't want to say expectation, but like what were you thinking when you when you sent that? <sighs> Yeah, so I went message. to Burning Man, and one of the pillars uh, and principles of Burning Man is around immediacy and taking action. When you see something, do something, you know. Um, if you feel something, act on it. You know, it, it, even if you feel like you you love someone, tell them you love them. Like, don't don't wait, you know. And, um, and I was really inspired by the leadership of my camp and the way they brought our group together, the way they kept us together in moments of really crazy mud, uncertainty, like having to really bond together. And um, and then also how they kept us together post-burn and really continued to stoke the fire of the relationships that had been built and support each other as we came home. And and I, I felt the comfort and the safety of being part of something. Yeah. And... I was like, I, I want this at home because I went to Burning Man and I, I jumped into a group of strangers. <laughs> These were not friends. Yeah. These were fully strangers. I Strangers, though, I trusted uh, because I had been introduced to them through a trusted friend. But it inspired me to do that in my own community, at my own home. And so I came back and I started a WhatsApp group very pretty quickly after I came home. And I told you about this. And... I didn't know what it was going to be, but I I realized I had friends um, and people that I cared about from all different walks of life. Some that were social friends that I would go out with, some friends that were work colleagues, some people that were in the wellness community, like all different walks mm -hmm. of life, but I, all great people. And I was like, there's just too much in Vegas that's going on too many opportunities to, to like for them to go to waste. And I also know how much like basically I just tapped into like, what do I want and what, how do I want to feel and what do I want to experience? So I put everybody in a WhatsApp group. I wrote a message and I just said, Hey guys, I'm creating this group with the intention of bringing people together to have fun, to support each other, to enjoy life so that no one feels alone because there's too much happening in the city that's dope as fuck. And I want to have, I want to create memories. I want to have experiences. I've realized through, throughout my entrepreneurial journey, yes, I can make a lot of money. Yes, I can have, you know, serve a lot of people. I also want to have a lot of fun. Like I want to make a lot of money. I want to help a lot of people. I want to have a lot of fun. And I want you to be part of that. And I said, here are my three rules. Three rules. Um, are have fun, no drama, and be inclusive. And this is an invitation. If you want to be part of this, amazing. We're going to use this as a space to talk about what's happening in the city, what we're going to, what we're excited about, wellness events, support each other. And if you don't have the capacity for that, you don't want that, like by all means, please remove yourself. Like this is just an invitation. I love you, respect you, but this is kind of what I'm trying to do. And the amount of, like, people that were like, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. And so it just started with, like, I hosted a little meetup so people could get to know each other. I didn't realize how many people actually knew, knew each, each other, other yeah. already, um, but hadn't either – we were all siloed. And a lot of people were strangers, yep. people who just moved to Vegas. And I started with just a little meetup. We went to go, like – to this restaurant bar to watch Thursday night football. And from there, 
we posted a picture and people realized, oh, she's this serious. Yeah. Like, she's not kidding. Mm-hmm. And then we got people together and we went to Life is Beautiful together and we bonded in this beautiful way. And then we've been doing these things. It will post. I'm like, hey, I'm going to this yoga class. Anyone want to come? And then people will just join, yeah. you know. And it's it's taken on a life of its own. And it all started with a desire in my heart. Mm-hmm. And it's one small action. Yep. One small action. And now it's turned into something that none of us expected. Yeah. And everybody is just as grateful as I am because it. now I'm living in the reality of having the thing I always wanted. Yeah. But it doesn't come without, like, I had, I had to walk away from so many things that weren't that. Yeah. I had to keep saying, like, I'm going to keep walking until I find my people. But I didn't find my people until I made the call. And I was like, here I am. I'm going to stand here on the corner of love and connection and truth. And I, meet me there. If you want, that's where I'll be. Well, you led with your heart. Which yeah. is exactly what you were just saying. And now it's this beautiful new thing where we're fucking howling at the yeah. moon. <laughs> we call ourselves <laughs> the wolf pack. It's hilarious. But um, it's, it's, it's really beautiful. And I want that deeply for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we're living in a world right now um, where we see all of the devastation, all mm-hmm. of the disconnection, all of the the hatred, all of the violence and I it doesn't have to be that way but it requires us to get reconnected to our heart and our pain and the things we have experienced so that we can have a new more beautiful world to live in and what I you know what I also realized when it comes to being a leader and a heart-centered leader because now I didn't ever anticipate oh I'm gonna be a leader of this thing yeah I was like I just started it and what I realized is, like, when we think about leadership, too, think about, oh, who are you leading? A team. You know, you're not a team because you work together. You're a team because you trust each other. Mm. And we're building something where people really trust each other. Mm-hmm. And they feel like the standard is come as you are. No bullshit. No drama. No fakeness. Be you. Yeah. That's the value and standard ahead of time. And if you're trying to like, you care, you're coming ego first and you're like, I care about how I look and my, what people think of me is like, I can sniff that shit out. Yeah. It's so evident. I do not. That is not what this is about. Mm -hmm. This is like, Oh, let me like see what you're wearing and what you got going on and how much better I can be than you. And check your ego at the door. We're creating something completely new that the world that we haven't experienced before and the standard is love, and the standard is inclusion, and the standard is authenticity. Mm-hmm. Um, and if if you're down with that, yeah, welcome home. Yeah. You know? Well, that's what too. Like, not only are we experiencing this in, you know, in person in in Vegas with this group that we've created, but the people in the huddle have said the same thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you know we're this we're virtually outside. yeah we're virtually like meeting every totally. week, but they show up like right on time so excited to to be in the presence of exactly that and we've been talking a lot with the group of like how amazing it is to see like and witness what you created in person but that they also have access to it yeah it's like you from anywhere watching this and like man i want that it's like that is also exists like if you're we've got people from all over the world including like Australia, Australia that yeah. come and meet with us every week that can bridge that, like, because presence isn't only located in one place. Mm-hmm. Like, we can bridge mm-hmm. that space yeah. and time and really build something yeah. that connects us all. And so, yeah, I, I guess my invitation for people is, one, that, that know that that exists, and two, like, come like yeah participate be a part of it yeah. like my this show <laughs> when I started it we just had, I just had my four-year anniversary mm-hmm. of starting this business and this show when I first launched it it was called your welcome radio mm, I forgot about that 
you go back to I the beginning. About that. It was called yeah. You're Welcome Radio because it was like two things. You're welcome here. And two, I hope the information and the stories and the lessons you learn here mm-hmm. are things you're so grateful for that yeah. change your life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're welcome. Like, you're welcome. Yeah. I thank you. You know what I mean? Thank I thank all my teachers, all my friends, all my past lovers, all the people that have hurt me, all the mm-hmm. things, because it's got me here. Yeah. And so I can say thank you. And, and life says you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Life will always present you yeah. with the people and circumstances to show you yeah. Where you're not free, where you need healing, but also it it loves. I wrote this on my lantern at Rise because it's this festival where you like send these beautiful lanterns up all together, and we took time as a community to all write something that was meaningful to us for our personal journeys. And for me, one of the things I wrote as I looked around at everybody, and I was just in this amazing space, and I was like. I wrote to myself, Tori, look at how much life loves you. Mm. Love it back and keep loving it. Because love is all around you, but most of all, it's inside of you. Yeah. And when you connect to that and you start to give that away, it starts to show up everywhere, um, mm. no matter where you are. And you just have to open your heart to it. Yeah. Oof. It's been a powerful couple of months. Yeah, it has. It's been a powerful couple of months. And it makes you excited for for the future. I think one of the biggest takeaways that I've had from experiencing this community, from opening up to leading with my heart, is everything feels so expansive now. Mm. The level of hope that lives within me has grown more than I could describe because I don't feel alone. I don't feel like, like it feels like any, any business I start, any problem I face, any event that comes up that I want to go to, like I feel like I have people who care mm-hmm. and people who want to be there. And to, to piggyback on you saying um, like you're welcome here, we fostered this sense of, and I want to say we're not talking about this to be like, look at us, uh, look, look at, at us, like this is yeah. what we've created, like yeah, how cool. Yeah. It's it's really we're ta- we're opening up and we're talking about this because like this is real and what's alive in us, and we've been so surprised by like everything that's happened from it, and and it's a we, domino and effect. we yeah we we just want people to know that this is real. Like this was once a like a yearning in our heart that, you know, Tori took one action and has manifested now such a domino effect for all of us. And we talk about it to to give you hope and in, in a reference point of what exists that maybe you start your own community in this way, mm-hmm. or maybe you want to virtually join the huddle and be a part of ours. But what I love so much is we fostered this concept that it's not only that you're welcome here, but like, I'm so glad you're here. And the the friends I was just talking about that I met at the coffee shop, they were part of this group. Mm-hmm. And But it was their first time being a part of the large group. Mm-hmm. Like they hadn't yet gone to any of the other like meetups that we had. So Rise was their first time um, meeting everybody. And I was like, did you guys have a good time? Like, I'm so glad you you came and you were here. And they both were like, I was absolutely blown away by everybody's welcome, welcomeness. And it wasn't like a, oh, like, so glad you're here. Like, you're welcome here. It was like, hi, like, how are you? Like, this giant hug of like, I'm so glad you're here. Like, tell me about yourself. Like, who are you? Like, thank you for being here. And it's just this level of depth Mm. that it's like, just you being a part of the community, maybe you're strangers, but you, but, but like they finally met it was like this immediate sense of feeling like you belonged mm-hmm. somewhere yeah. even yeah. amidst like strangers and as somebody who you know to me as I hear that that is the highest compliment yeah and it says a lot about the people that we surround ourselves with mm-hmm. 
and this was all disparate, separated. Everybody was living in their own mm -hmm. part of the world before this, and what can happen when people come together. Yeah. And um, and I really believe that this is the beginning of something so much bigger than we even really realize. Mm -hmm. And I think it's what the world needs. Yeah. More of. Yeah. And it's also an example of it for, I mean this in two ways. It only takes one person. A, to start, to, to take the action. It took one, like you were the one that sent the message. So it takes one person to do the action. And also, if you're sitting there and you feel like you have no one in community, you, you know no one that is like the kind of person that, that you want to be friends with. My friends that I met at the coffee shop only knew me. Mm -hmm. We met at a coffee shop. They only knew me. I brought them into this community. And now they're like, holy cow. We went from basically feeling alone here in Vegas. We met one random stranger at a coffee shop. And now we have a community of 60 plus people that we just found ourselves immersed in how the tables have turned. And that's encouragement to you to either a be the person that takes the first step that takes the action. And on the other hand, have hope that it literally only takes one person to open up your world into an entirely different one. That yeah. you could have never expected. At Life is Beautiful this year, they had all of these notes written on uh, mm -hmm. the walls and the fences. And they were notes to strangers. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what one you're going to say. And I took a picture. We stopped and took some pictures. And there was one. There's two. It was one that your best friend was once a stranger. Mm -hmm. Just hard to believe. You, went, you just spent, had your first year anniversary of working together. Yeah. The amount... That I see you as a sister, as a friend, as like my side kick in, in life. It's we were strangers. We were strangers. You know, <laughs> I could cry. And the other is just like, just imagine all of the people you haven't met yet. That, that one are hit me. Change your life. That one hit me yeah. because that was like our first big event that we were all at together. And we were just so in love with like what was happening <laughs> yeah. and we were all looking at each other like is this real life yeah. like are we really experiencing this depth of connection mm -hmm. all together and we were all just looking at each other like dang we were strangers like not that long ago yeah. Yeah. and not only that but like it I we I don't know if we've actually talked about this but it makes me so excited to know who's not even in the group yet. right Who's not even, even in the huddle yet, who we haven't even been connected to. And like my heart goes out to those women and men because it's like all, all the humans like that could possibly come. It's just like before it felt impossible. And now it feels like I can't wait. That's so awesome. Fuck yeah. Well, I love you. I love you. Thank you for being here, so being a part of it. And um, it's just going to get better. Like, that's that's my expectation. Doesn't mean things aren't going to be hard. Doesn't yeah. mean we're not going to go through shit. But it means we're not going to go through shit alone. And sometimes that's all you need to know mm -hmm. for it to be, mm -hmm. for you to, like, get through it. Yes. And um, that's, our, that's our invitation to you guys. Say yes. Say yes to your life. Say yes to the things that are really important to you, the things you enjoy. Say yes to doing them, saying yes to the invitations when they feel resonant um, and vibrationally aligned for you. Stop saying yes to things that aren't, you know, <laughs> and honor, honor, honor what that is for you. And um, if we can be of service, if we can support you, we're here. Join the huddle. You can go to the link, obviously, in the show notes every week. And get access to that super easy it's 97 bucks a month super easy for those calls once a week you get access to all the recordings and that lots of resources lots of resources um and we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep trucking along yeah. <laughs> so till next week you guys go uh go do something a little uncomfortable this week maybe make an invitation 
or say yes to an invitation uh, that maybe pulls you outside of your comfort zone but could be the beginning of something really beautiful. And uh, we'll see you next week on the Coachable Podcast. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.